From the Cairo Radio Newsroom in Seattle, I'm Dave Ross, and these are the Ross Files. Last week, a Seattle police officer, actually the deputy Seattle police chief, Mark Garth Green, got in some trouble with members of the city council when they were talking about the outbreak of prostitution along Highway 99. Here's part of what he had to say. Some of them choose to do what they're doing. I have never been so shocked by such an assertion. And I appreciate that, Madam Councilwoman. Um, And that comes from my experience of actually working the street up there and talking to a young lady who specifically told me that she was there to make money and enjoyed it. But beyond that, uh, and I still believe that that young lady had some This is just not acceptable that you're speaking this way. Did you just say that they're enjoying it? I mean... That's her words, not mine. So I thought we should talk with somebody who's familiar with the situation, and that's Melody Reese, who is the lead project manager for White Center, lead standing for Law Enforcement Assisted Diversion. But you also work with another organization that deals with the people on Aurora. So I am the co-founder of POC Swap or POC Swap, which stands for People of Color Sex Workers Outreach Project. Um, we have a direct harm reduction outreach program called the Green Light Project, where we take folks up to uh, 85th and Aurora, and we walk from there to about 135th and back talk to uh, the folks working on Aurora, hand out safe sex and safe drug use supplies, snacks, referrals to services, um, and sort of meet them where they're at, hear their stories, and um, try to understand where it is they're coming from. All right. So when the deputy chief says that they're essentially are women, this is their job. They're doing this voluntarily. Is he right? So there's a nuance here about the issue of choice. None of us choose to operate in a system of capitalism that requires us to work for money, for shelter, for food. So there's a huge spectrum of reasons why people choose or turn to or um, end up in sex work. And it ranges from being coerced to having it be totally free choice to economic pressures. And that's what we see with most of these people who are on Aurora working the street. They are pressed by the system into really tough economic positions, and they're forced to essentially make a choice under capitalism. And I so, choice in quotes. Now you bring up capitalism. So what you're saying is nobody has a choice. I mean, honestly... Not really. Nobody can really choose not to work well, unless then you're then, an heiress. Then, or... then why make any distinction at all? I mean, in other words, they're just in the, trapped in the same system that we all are, is what you're saying. Absolutely. We're there all used trapped to be, in the same system. There, there was a time when there was an organization called Coyote. Do you remember them? Call mm-hmm. off your old tired ethics. They were a ba- basically a union of prostitutes who mm-hmm. told me a number of times, this is our job. Leave us alone. Yeah. We want to do this. You dismissed yeah. that? I thought we were to believe women. Yeah. So- Again, there's there's a range of reasons why people end up in sex work. Mm-hmm. For the most part, there is an axis of safety and an axis of privilege that most people fall on. So for folks who have very little privilege, they tend to seek out um, riskier and riskier work because their situation sort of forces them to do that. So the folks on Aurora who are out there, um, you know, all night essentially risking their safety 
um, in order to pay bills or to pay for childcare, um, they don't necessarily have the same amount of choices that a that an upscale white escort would have who mm-hmm. is able to sort of, you know, use the Internet and sort of remain anonymous when she needs to be. They're very different. Aspects and therefore, of based on that, the police should leave them alone. Or what are you suggesting? I'm not suggesting necessarily that police be totally uninvolved. Right. There are people in the sex trade on Aurora who are genuine victims and who need help. There are also people on Aurora who are working because they feel that that is that is the best choice for them. Um, and I think that cops should be targeting the the pimps. They should be helping folks get funneled into services where they need. They shouldn't be just blindly arresting black and brown women. Hannah Scott, you've covered this. I I have, actually, and I covered the meeting where Deputy Garth Green was speaking to the city council. Um, Have you had a chance to see the letter that Chief Bess sent to the council following that that meeting? I've seen bits of it, yes. So she talks about how that she gives some of the numbers on the arrest and essentially says um, there are those who are refusing services when we try to connect them with them. And as policy, SPD will continue to arrest those folks. Do you agree or disagree with that? Do I agree that they're doing it? That they should do that, that that should be the policy. I don't agree with that. How come? Because the reason people turn to sex work in a lot of cases is because they need money right away and they need it in amounts that aren't given to them through any other sort of minimum wage work or what have you. Um, And so by arresting these women, you cut them off from their support networks. And if they are being managed... They then owe somebody as soon as they get out. And that makes it more dangerous for that person. They need this work even more upon release because they don't already have a support system. So it reinforces their need to actually make money quickly. On Twitter, Chief Mark Garth Green had said that they are making some of those arrests for the safety of those sex workers because that interruption in that cycle for a day or so can make them safer. Is that true or no? It's typically not true. Um, I think that there are times when getting someone out of an environment um, can be helpful for their mental health, but not through jail, not through police. Those systems and processes are very traumatizing, especially to the black and brown women who are mostly being arrested on Aurora. But what started this was um, the, the new cycle of arrests on Aurora was a lot of community complaints, according to SPD. Mm-hmm. So what what about those folks? You know, there's drug activity, other activity, mm-hmm. crimes that make mm-hmm. the community feel unsafe when there's mm-hmm. sex workers in the area. What should SPD do about that if not making arrests? I personally think sex work should be fully decriminalized. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of sex workers will agree. Um, I think that SPD has maybe even an obligation to help educate the public on why it is these people are in these cycles, um, admit to sort of their um, their place in the perpetuation of those harmful cycles, and um, really educate the public that these folks are our most vulnerable, some of our most vulnerable people. Neighbors don't fully understand why sex workers are there. They don't understand that most of them are just trying to get by and they're not seen as human. So they're dehumanized and they're then seen as a quote unquote problem for the neighborhood. They're just people who need economic support. So 
you think it should be decriminalized. Yes. So that they can freely sell their services. Yes. Doesn't that just keep them beholden to these pimps? So for trafficked folks, for trafficked survivors, that is a different story than consensual sex workers, quote unquote consensual, right, mm-hmm. in this system. Of well, you said that, but wait, let's, we can't have it both ways here. You've said that there is no such thing as a consensual worker in a capitalist society. So no one's consensual, I guess. That's fair. But in that same line of logic, then why not sort of decriminalize all types of work? Well, most work is decriminalized, but people, but for, for whatever reason, uh, people decide that they don't want to live in neighborhoods where women or men are offering sex for money. Then they can move. Like this is this they is can of, move. This is part of this is part of how people economically empower themselves. Isn't it easier for the workers to move? No, it's not easier because they that's where their market is. If they move, they're not going to make money. Oh. And can we talk about why there is such an uptick in the number of uh, sex workers actually on the street? So um, with the passage of FOSTA-SESTA, so the Stop um, Enabling Sex Trafficking Act or the Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act, there was a uh, a federal seizure of Backpage.com, which a lot of mostly women sex workers were using um, in order to find their market. So they didn't have to be on Aurora all the time where people know that they can find sex workers. They were able to um, use this website that had mass appeal um, to find their clients, to meet in safe environments, mm-hmm. to screen if um, if they felt necessary. And now that that is gone, and same thing with Craigslist Personals, the street is most people's best option. I see. So you were okay with the ads? I'm okay with ads from workers who are not being trafficked. How sure. do you know? How do you differentiate? That's not my job to differentiate. So you but you don't really want to stop the trafficking then. I absolutely want to stop the trafficking. But you're going you want to make it legal. This is this would make it far easier. In other words, everybody you could actually traffic women in any neighborhood you wanted to and the neighbors would have no rights to ask the police to come and stop it so it could it would explode be everywhere then there is a distinction between legalization and decriminalization mm-hmm. um that i think is being missed here so you'd still well. find people who were caught prostituting I'm like s- a traffic ticket i mean like a parking under, ticket is under not legalization, parking yeah. ticket is parking is decriminalized so you can't be put in jail unless you ignore your mm-hmm. parking tickets. You're just fine. So you would decriminalize prostitution so you couldn't be imprisoned for it. Would you be fined for it? I am not speaking on Because otherwise you're legalizing it. <laughs> I mean, if you say you don't want to legalize it, you really do want to legalize it. Well, it's legalization in the sense that it is now legal for prostitution to happen. But decriminalized means that... Sex workers uh, don't have to go through like hoops to get licenses or to register with an authority. There's a an element of um, being independent that comes with decriminalization that legalization does not offer. If you look at the medical marijuana industry, for mm-hmm. example, that is a legal industry, but it's very heavily regulated mm-hmm. to the point where if you go to a pot shop, you usually can't pay with a debit or credit card because... Banks will not right. allow them to have accounts because of what they're selling. So you that's a that's a cash industry because of that. So that's one type of regulation that legalization 
can infringe on uh, sex workers. So legalization without regulation is what the, the is goal? essentially what decriminalization is. Is yeah. what and what you want. It is what the yeah, and it's what for. it's what sex workers want. Okay, right. So in other words, it can't be restricted to any particular neighborhood. If somebody is soliciting for sex in front of your house, you have no right to ask them to leave or move Well, on. if it's in front of your house, you absolutely have a right because you own that property. Oh. But well, you don't have the sidewalk. No, that's that's fair. But if it were decriminalized nationally, folks would not be on the street as much. They mm-hmm. would use sources like Backpage to meet quietly. Nobody really wants to display their business, even if it's for a work purpose like yeah. sex is usually a pretty private act right so even if it is being exchanged for money folks would much rather be able to do that out of the comfort mm-hmm. of their home or out of the comfort of a, of a parked car yeah. that's not on a busy street okay so bring back the ads but at the same time stop the traffickers from yeah and what's what's interesting is that um cops with with sites like Backpage, have an easier in in um, identifying those who are trafficking uh-huh. because identifying folks who are trafficking people um, in a sexually exploitative way is a really difficult thing for SPD and for law enforcement in general to track and to verify, especially if it's just cash dealings on the street sort of hearsay there's a pimp somewhere as opposed to having an IP address that's consistently logged that's backed up by cash deposits in a bank you, you see what i mean right the internet provides a record yeah but at some point don't you have to essentially launch a sting operation and either arrest or get to testify one of these women. I mean, they yeah, go- but that's what SPD is already doing. They're already doing operations. Yeah. And you're okay with you're okay with that. I'm not saying that I'm okay with the operations necessarily. Well, I don't get it then. <laughs> how how can you want to stop trafficking, but you don't want to give the police the power to do anything? Because about it? because the operations are not targeting the folks who are trafficking. They are targeting. You don't know you don't know that until you you investigate to investigate you got to find somebody who is selling their services and find out whether they're doing it freely or whether they're doing it on compulsion right sure but there's there's a way to do that that's more trauma-informed than just booking them into jail there's Mm -hmm. there's a way that that law enforcement and or social workers Mm -hmm. can meet folks where they're at so it's just the jailing part you don't want you're you're fine with them investigating you just don't want them locking these people up no, we, okay. don't, we don't want people So you can up. do a sting operation then? Sure. To try to catch the traffickers? Sure. Okay. That's good. So is anybody trying it that way? I mean, are there other cities that, that do that, or that are doing it the way that, a way, in a way that you would approve of? I think largely in the U.S. it's not, it's not really happening in a way that's safe and trauma-informed. Yeah. So uh, it's been a long time since I, was, uh, I visited Amsterdam, but I keep hearing... Amsterdam used as an example because I remember the women being in the windows and except for trying to take pictures of them, they don't like the tourists taking pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Um, everything seems to be fine. So you would endorse that kind of model? So yes and no. Um, I think there's, again, there's a lot of nuance that goes into this. Um, I think Amsterdam has a decent model for zoning sex work mm-hmm. um, that could potentially work. but again with seattle being largely a place where people go to be displaced 
um, a, a sort of place-based system wouldn't necessarily work either. What do you mean? Seattle's a place where people go to be displaced? Yeah, so where black and brown people are pushed further and further south or further and further north um, because of gentrification, I think having having to commute to like a red light district is not necessarily a model that I would endorse either. Because the customers would find it inconvenient? No, because the workers would the workers. find it inconvenient. The workers that are being arrested are oh, largely black and brown women. So they don't, you need to have these places set up in the neighborhoods where they live? Sure. So they, is that, so they can get there. The commute is yeah, too hard on absolutely. them is the point. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I mean, I don't see any problem with that because the people who are the gentrifiers uh, would be happy because then, they, then wouldn't, they wouldn't see it. They wouldn't see it. Right. So is that okay then? We take some of these, I guess we'd have to call them poorer neighborhoods. Is that fair? And zone them for prostitution? I mean, from a policy standpoint, mixed income neighborhoods tend to generate the best market for for new developments. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a tricky it's a tricky subject that I don't know that I can really speak to. Are the women on Aurora in need of rescue, as SPD and the city council believes? So the term rescue is sort of problematic, but. Financial or otherwise. I mean, they definitely need financial support. Um, Many of them are not drug users. Um, Some of them do have mental health um, instabilities. But mostly the reasons that they're on Aurora are economic. Some of them do need help escaping violent or um, uh, trafficking situations. But the way to do that is not arresting them. And that's kind of the overall message yeah. from from the Absolutely. from the lead perspective and the services perspective. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I'll throw one more thing out. Presidential candidate Andrew Yang has talked about a universal basic income so that everybody would get at least something. You think something like that would solve this problem? I think it would help alleviate a lot of the problems associated with this. Absolutely. If you did something like that, but then there were still people who wanted to engage in, in sex work. If there if there are people who want to engage in sex work at any sort of end of the spectrum, they should be able to do that. They should be able to do that. It's not none of the government's business how they earn their living. Sure. And and if you turn out to live in, if you end up living in a neighborhood where this is going on, you just have to recalibrate what you think about it. Yeah. Rather than try to chase them away. Absolutely. Okay. Lend them a hand, give them a condom, um help them find services. Don't don't dehumanize them. These are people. These are your daughters. These are your nieces. And they need something that the system is not providing them. And then they're being incarcerated by that same system. And it's just really broken. Melody Reese is the lead project manager for White Center and also a co-founder of the People of Color Sex Workers Outreach Project, which actually walks the streets uh, talking with the the people who are out there selling sex work and uh, and trying to get to know them. Thank you, Melody. Thank you so much. Okay, you bet. Appreciate it. Remember that when there's a longer version of the interviews on Seattle's Morning News, you can usually find it right here in the original form, unconstrained by the limitations of a live broadcast. And you can subscribe so that when someone says, did you hear what was on Seattle's Morning News, you can say, not only that, I heard the part 
that wasn't on Seattle's Morning News. So my advice is to subscribe. And then when we talk to an author, a politician, an entrepreneur, an artist, a scientist, a teacher, a journalist, a celebrity, you'll hear every word. I'm Dave Ross. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.